My name is Alex, and now let's all join hands and pray. It's the Alex Playtime Hour, but let us not forget our God, and say your prayers, and drink your milk, and have some fun tonight. Hail Satan! Hey guys, it's me, Alex. That's the new theme song. And that's not really a good line, because I'm going to edit in the actual theme song previous to that, so... You're not going to fall for it. It's the new intro song. Yeah, but I think uh, let's let's face it. I think you're all shocked by my uh, my my delightful angelic singing voice. I'm I'm, uh, I'm up there with uh, David Cross with people that have almost can hit a note and inexplicably will keep doing it. Uh, singing voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I always like the story of uh, uh, whenever they record music on Mister Show. Bob Odenkirk uh, would like every fourth take or something he'd really nail it but every other time he was just awful oh yeah so it was this very just crapshoot of what you were going to get with that guy yeah i i've i've said before like i i can occasionally hit a note uh, and not most of them mm-hmm. and i can't do it on purpose or for a long time yeah. so if i was given like a hundred chances to sing a song and a very patient editor i could probably have edited together an almost i'm not saying good sounding but like a like a like listenable a, a listenable that's yeah. that's a good word for it, a listenable song and um, that's the worst thing to be in the world is someone that has, you know, it's, it's frankly terrible with brief moments of mediocrity bordering on good. Because mm-hmm. then you just keep getting, uh, you know, you almost feel like you're getting some kind of like pat on the back when that little bit goes right. So, you know, you find yourself in 2015 going like, well, white people be like this, you know, or hey, what's the deal with women? They sure act different than us. They be yeah. shopping. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, shopping. I mean, come on, fellas. You're sitting outside holding your purse, just waiting for how long? I need to get home to the game. Yes. Sports gives me my identity because we live in a world where masculine figures don't really exist and the entire structure of humanity has been destroyed. Yeah, and I like throwing balls around. Exactly. Yes. John, I have notes on this here piece of purple paper. Cool. And this paper is actually called Planetary Purple Paper. That's the the brand name. Yes. The... Well, the brand name's uh, Astro Bright brand, mm. and uh, this is Planetary Purple. Nice. Uh, it doesn't get used much, so I took a bunch from work. Not a bunch. I took like uh, twenty pieces from work because it's not used ever. In fact, the sides were starting to fade. <laughs> so, uh, are there a lot of uh, paper that you have at work that's like basically the color? To the sort of the, the regular human eye is basically indistinguishable, but they're categorized as different colors. Not at my shop, but yes, in the other shop they do. Yeah. I, I went there uh, and had to print on some, some – I wouldn't be too extreme when I said something along the lines of like Luxura Crema Sub 1 or something. Like, sure. Like it basically it's, – it's a 
crema-style paper, but muted just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was white. Because I remember, yeah. I remember in the in the uh, long long ago having to send out like resumes, and you wanted yes. to get before you could just do it digitally. You you know you you'd get the the nice card stock yeah. to send it out, and it'd be like, oh, do you want eggshell white, off white? Exactly. Or, you know, it's, it's like that scene in thing. in um, uh, American Psycho. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a real thing. Now I don't deal with that that much, and I don't think our company does it all that often. But I have worked on an order where just I was reading the description name, like, oh, this is ridiculous, and I was staring at him like, I mean, I. I can see that it's a quality paper, right. but like I feel like if it was a quality white paper, there would be a lot less syllables, and I wouldn't. I mean, I'd probably even tell the difference if you know holding them up to each other. Mm-hmm. But in context of, hey, look, I'm just I got this piece of paper that's something that's printed on. I wouldn't go, no, that's crema fresh plus four or whatever right. the fuck it was. You know, it yeah. was yeah. Um, but anyway, planetary purple. This is where my notes are. Nice. And I'm gonna read aforementioned notes. I'm gonna start with this one right here. It's the word reviews. Uh-oh. I have not had a review on iTunes in I think a year. Mm-hmm. So, but I also never tell anybody about that. So I'm just telling the audience out there, if you have an iTunes account, uh, please go to the Alexcast page and leave a review. Well, doesn't that uh, also like affect, isn't there some sort of algorithm that's yeah, like, you get a lot of reviews and then it's like, hey, exactly. It affects my ranking. So whatever. yeah, if I, if I get uh, reviews and more subscriptions and whatever, uh, I show up in the new and noteworthy and all that thing because mm. I have enough listenership that if I get like a nice bump of reviews, I'm I'm not saying I'll show up in like the the top anything, but like mm-hmm. I might get in the new and noteworthy. So you, you can get a few listeners that way. I used to show up on I might still I don't check anymore, but so I was, in Stitcher I was there a lot. Yeah, and I could see new listeners show up just because I was on the front page. Like so, it's like oh I got on the front page because of new listeners, and then that would cause a spike, and then that mm-hmm. causes a spike. So if you're out there, um. It actually is important to leave reviews for a podcast. So uh, go to uh, iTunes and leave a nice it's, review. It's not enough to just badmouth them to your friends. You yeah. You got to get on there. Well, if you're going to badmouth, I would, I would prefer like at least give like five stars or whatever the maximum number is. Do you, and, and then your review, I guess, could be shitty because I don't think it matters that way. Right. Yeah. I don't think they comb the text yeah. and be like, oh, insightful. Do you ever get people that like listen to show and like like leave you mean things on Twitter? Not super often. I I get more emails. Um, speaking of which, alexcast.gmail.com if you want to say stuff at me. Um, yeah, I've gotten mean emails before. Never anything, too, not often anything too bad. I've only had like maybe three different people that were like livid with me about something I said. Oh, so it's not like, it's not like constructive criticism. Like, hey, you know, when you do no, this on the show, it's just like, hey, dummy, I get, you're a dumb face. I get constructive criticism reasonably often, but hmm. it's usually via uh, email and then sometimes Twitter and sometimes the Facebook page uh, at the AlexCast on Twitter, facebook.com slash whatever you do. It's the AlexCast who gives shit. But um, yeah, email is the only one I've ever gotten really like that I recall like vehement, like you're a piece of shit. Mm. Um, how dare you say that type stuff? And that's probably happened like f- four times. No, like four people, probably six times. Hmm. Cause one, I know one person did it more than once, but they were, I guess the, like, like an old coot, I believe would be a good phrase. Like it wasn't, it was just like, uh, you're, you're just set in your ways and want to yell at someone. Oh, sure. It wasn't, you know, I, it wasn't anything too bad, but, uh, if you want to leave a nice review, do it on iTunes. Cause that actually really does help. Uh, on that same note, if you read my book, go to uh, Amazon and leave a review because, um, well, that does the exact same thing. It it bumps you up and it shows you in lists you wouldn't normally show up in, and that would be very helpful. So uh, do one or both of those, especially if you're a regular listener, because it's helpful. And yeah. uh, I never talk about that shit anymore because I 
let this show go to shit because I sure. stopped talking about things. So there you go. Those are your reminders. That's why I wrote the word reviews on a piece of paper. I mean, I guess this is true of, of almost any any genre of, of thing that you do. But is it a bummer when you've worked really hard on something like a book or whatever and you see it on Amazon and like the things that are that are really selling on Amazon is stuff like pounded in the butt by my own butt yeah another like weird erotic fan the people are just yeah. like oh dinosaur sex i'm buying that no exactly I, I i started an outline on a bigfoot fuck book uh because i saw that bigfoot erotica was like the number one selling kindle si- single uh you have an out like you can't just sit down and just bang that out you gotta you gotta really gotta get into the well i mean outlines outline. a, outlines a strong term i more imagine you just mean boner <laughs> no i well, yes i did trace it but <laughs> I more meant like, uh, like, all right, dude, it, it, so from ladies' perspective, from Sasquatch's perspective, oh, all right. they meet, like, it was like half a page. And I think Ooh. I wrote, I think I wrote a couple pages of like trying to write it. And I was just like, oh, this is, I so it's not just, it. so it's not just the lady, uh, like the lady having this experience, like, and then like just describing to you what, what Sasquatch, or the reader, what Sasquatch, yeah. but it's also Sasquatch being like, hey. Well, that was, this that was the idea. No, I, I like that. I didn't actually write any Sasquatch's stuff. I, I was trying to write the lady, like, going to the woods. And I'm like, oh, this is just, this is just, I, I'm, I'd be too embarrassed. But, um, yeah, I find it really annoying. I also find it annoying, uh, like, my, the, the novel, Periphery, available on Amazon. You shall get it. But I've got, like, I think 18 reviews on there. Mm-hmm. And that's really frustrating. Because, like... I know a lot more than eighteen people told me they were going to review it, mm-hmm. so that's irritating. If you if if you're not one of those people, uh, uh, no, no, I've never I've never reviewed. I don't I don't know how to write reviews. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I didn't think. Well, you, I don't. I've been no, like, I didn't. It is good. I didn't want it to seem like I was I was, no, I was no, no. being a dick and call you out. I'm like I don't recall you ever saying you're gonna. So like this is no. It's more yeah, like yeah. it's more like when when put to it, I am more likely to be like like in high school or whatever when you would have to in like a a, a composition class or whatever and you would have to like say something nice about the other person's paper and people would be like, I like that sentence. It would yeah. be that. Yeah. Which by the way, uh, not you, but uh, audience at home, I think it's got to be a hundred words. So feel, f- feel free to just go. This was a good book. Alex is a swell fella. You should read this book, get to a hundred words, click five stars, submit uh, again, super helpful. But that's the end of my uh, shilling for things. It just, um, uh, I, I hadn't looked in a while on the iTunes one. I went, Oh, I just kind of assumed someone trickle in, but uh mm-hmm. I just I don't I haven't reminded the audience lately and audience turnover happens a lot. And I don't think it would necessarily before I got into podcasting, which I mean, there was like eight podcasts before I started. But like, uh, uh, I don't know. Why I laughed there. That was an uncomfortable. La- yeah, that was I hate when people do that. And I just totally did it. Um, I don't think I would have necessarily known that reviews would have such an intrinsic like rap wrapping into like how mm-hmm. well the thing places like in my head i think i would have just imagined the ones that get the most downloads are the ones that are ranked the highest but they've got right. all this weird algorithm and shit so just reminding the audience there you go um if you haven't reviewed things please do if you don't feel like it yeah you know don't worry i'm not you know i'm not gonna like hold it against you it's just you know it'd be nice mm-hmm. if that's a thing so throughput speaking of friends being nice yes I have I I ask you for advice, John. Yes. Last night I had an incident. Oh. Uh, oh, indeed. I'm going to leave all names out of this, and this sure. time I'm, I am going to leave all names out of this because you know the parties involved. So there's there's someone that uh, that goes to the bar that we both know. Uh-huh. Uh That when when this person sees me and this person is in a drunk state, decides that it is a perfect opportunity to to insult me. 
Oh, I'm going to okay. start saying her because this is easier this way. Right. And uh, I think I know exactly who you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's usually, hey, you know the, the thing I really don't like about you? That's usually the way these conversations mm-hmm. start. Um, and she often does the, will sit on one side of me, talk over me to somebody else, and then anytime I say anything, uh, just stonewalls mm. and not responds and doesn't let me involved in the conversation that it's like, but I was here talking to him and now you're... Yeah. So anyway, so... This this is a, this is a running thing, um, and I just kind of you know you take it for a while and you know, oh, yeah, so. But yeah, last yeah. night uh, she'd been doing it for a while, and then uh, I was adding in comments like and no, nothing like insulting in the slightest, just right. like the same level of banter that the two you know her and the other participant were at, and uh, she got really annoyed. I'm like, oh, I think maybe you misunderstood what I said. I was just I was just throwing a jive at, at the other mm-hmm. fellow, like and she's like, you know, you're an asshole, and she finally like it's like what the hell is and so I just said. What the hell's your problem? Like every time you get drunk, it was the only time I ever see you. You act like a jerk to me. Uh-huh. And then uh, she's like, oh, you don't know how to whatever. I'm like, oh, just shut up. I mean, you've been talking over for 40 minutes like a rude ass. Your voice is like nails on a chalkboard, mm-hmm. which I felt bad about that. But everything else I felt was really accurate. But so the question is, so I felt bad. Well, I didn't feel all that bad. I felt bad for a second and then realized, okay, I've been taking this for years. Yeah. I feel like I'm not, you know, obviously it's not the most mature response ever, but what it, what's a regular person supposed to do in that situation? I don't know. I don't know that I would have. Uh, I mean, I don't know that I'm a the person to ask that, but B, well, you, you, I would say I would yeah. say that, like I don't I would eventually be a thing where I would kind of lose it. Um, and, and the same kind of thing where I have sort of, you know, this Midwestern just like push it down. Yeah. Kind of whatever. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. But like when sort of put to it. Uh, yeah, I probably done the same thing or like I or like done this like passive aggressive thing of, of getting up and just moving. Um, I had thought about that, but I, I but just, that's not that useful either. Yeah, you I know? just felt like that was I, I thought that would be I don't know. I just thought that was kind of worse. I don't know. I You know, I obviously I'm not like upset with, you know, it's fine. Like it's not. But I was just thinking, like, what is like like you socialize a lot more than I do. Like you, mm. you know more people. Um, so I figured I can ask you. uh or the audience at home, you can you can leave a message for next week four six eight six nine five nine. Oh, I should say the error code five zero three four six eight six nine five nine. You can leave up to three minutes and tell me what I did wrong. But yeah, I was just kind of like, oh, I wonder if that's. I mean, obviously, you shouldn't like you know be. You yeah, you yeah. don't want to blow up about it, but also to be fair, it's just, it's, my blowing up is also saying like saying your your voice is like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not exactly the harshest thing you can say to a person. No, and like, probably something that that person's not, you know, heard before. Yeah, and also in, in a world where the C-bomb is dropped rather often, I was actually like, you know, I actually handle that with, actually yeah. rather gracefully, considering yeah. the anger level of what like... Was, you know, what was the fallout from that? Um, She just got mad and walked away, and then other party um said, you guys both like each other, calm down, it's just a misunderstanding. Yeah. To which, and this is where my proudest moment was, I didn't say out loud, no it wasn't, she was being a jerk, <laughs> but I didn't say that out loud. Sure. I said that in my head. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, okay, well I'm glad, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad at least you kind of understand, and that seems to be what a, the result of your side would be, because I was going over it today at work, because I had nothing else to do, because, right. you know, my job's boring, and uh, I was like, what, what is what's the other option? Like, what's the, like, are you, is the polite thing to just sit there and take it? Yeah. I would have probably also like done the pet, like, like wrapped up, uh, like, like either, either brought up the, the situation or the other person being a joke, being a jerk in an attempted joke way. You know what I mean? Like in a, in a way uh, where yeah, you yeah. can kind of like be a jerk about it, but it's still kind of, it's, it softens the blow. Yeah. But there's no real way to be like, 
you should have done it like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can tell you like, oh, you could have tried that, but I don't know how to, you know, it, it's all very situational. In, yeah. That's in, what I was like, trying to think. That... Yeah. It's, it's just kind of a weird situation. I was like, what is, what's like the, the thing to do as like a, like an adult, like, yeah, it's just weird. Cause it's not like I ever see her on like a, I never see her sober, which mm-hmm. by the way, people out here, I'm, I, this paints a drunk picture. Just we, our times don't overlap at the place we right. hang out. So I don't see her every day. You, you know, she's not a, a drunken person. Just when I happen to see her is she hangs out earlier in the day. So right. I see her at the end of her shift. So, um, it's not like I can have like a, like a, a reasoned conversation, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just, it's just a weird thing. Uh, yeah. That's, I, I, I am never a fan of that. When you show up somewhere and everyone's like kind of at a different level yeah. than you. Well, like the other night, I think it was the last, after we did this last time and like we were, we were hanging out at the stand and I think like Micah rolled in and I felt a little bit bad because I think I'd had a couple of drinks already. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he, I mean, I, you know, he's a nice guy. He's just whatever. And just rolls with it, but it's kind of like, oh, I kind of feel like I'm being a jackass right now. Oh, I seem to remember that being a fun conversation. No, it was, yeah. but at the same time, I, I could, I, you know, I kind of felt that like where we had been there a little bit, and then yeah. this guy just kind of rolling in. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. All right, so that's there's there's my there's my uh, my things that I made a note of it. Yeah, uh, of uh, my friends are jerks. Uh, do you just take it? So I don't, I don't, you know, I don't. It's an awkward conversation to be sure. Yeah, I just I don't, I don't know what the hell you're supposed to do is like a. Like no, a, and like there and there's adult, definitely you know? there's definitely certain people that I, it's less so now, but there's certain people also people that we we both know that um, for a while it's like well if they're if they're drinking or like have been drinking, I will just I will just back off. I will just avoid yeah. that person because I'm like I, I I generally like like you, but you're just a a butthead. Yeah, if it was a, if this was a one on one thing, I I would have uh, I would have had a much more graceful way to exit, in yeah. which I would just pretend to go to the bathroom and just assume that you would be gone for a cigarette by the time I got back. Like, right. I think that would, like, would have worked. But unfortunately, but that's, yeah. that is something that, and in this case, that wouldn't mm-hmm. work, but that is something I do miss about smoking and that context is being able to eject from conversations mm-hmm. like that. Uh, yeah. I'm just like, well, I'm going to go do this. Or like outside having super awkward conversations with people and be like, you know, oh, I'm done with this now. Let's, yeah, um, totally. you know, weird person that I'm just meeting now, do, you know. No, it's not any social lubricant. But you mm-hmm. were, you, you know, you, you and I were, uh, so you were in the exact situation I was talking about with the, this other fellow and the lady. Mm-hmm. The lady was there. I don't know if you picked up on that the last yeah. time we were in her, where anything I said, she just completely called. Well, and it got it like, really it was, well, it was, this, it was like, it was, uh, um, like, and for, for a moment, like we were having sort of a, uh, uh, sort of a playfully antagonistic back and forth. Yeah. And she like tried to join, but it was like way like just mean. It yeah. was like, it's like when you play with a puppy and the puppy just doesn't understand, you know, all of a sudden it's just like way too excited and doesn't understand like how vicious it's being. Yeah. It was like that where it's like, oh no, you're actually like, like being me. Yeah. Now. It was, yeah, it was weird. And it was just like, there was no like talking with her. And then when you left, she just didn't say anything to me anymore. I'm like, I, I just, when she gets drunk, she's like mad at me over something. It's really strange. Yeah. If I, if I cared more, I'd research, but I don't. So yeah. Uh, I, it, it sounds yeah. like I'm protesting too much. Literally, after she left, I actually got some really nice writing done. I totally like everything. Yeah. Says, like, really, it was just one of those things, like a curiosity. Uh, no, no, know. I understand, I yeah. understand completely. Um, it's like I've had people, uh, like someone I noticed sort of like unfriend me on Facebook. And I'm not like obsessed about it, but I just like, huh, I wonder what I did there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's odd. So, um, leading from there into, into proof of my complete and utter insanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why I can offset my social awkwardness with uh, everything else. My therapist recommended I start playing video games. Hmm. How good is that? That's interesting. Why, why come is that? Well, um, she uh, basically, I was, I was telling her how I, uh, long story short, off of most meds for the most part, but uh, no uh, 
antidepressants, but um, uh, I'm having just constant panic attacks lately. I'm having trouble kind of like fighting them off. So uh, she said one of her things is like, you know, use something distracting like Stuka or something or something that stimulates the brain kind of gets you out of your body. And I was like, yeah, Sudoku doesn't work. I do, you know, I've actually tried that before. I'm like, oh, you know, I was kind of thinking about video games. Like, that might work. She's like, oh, yeah, no, that's a really good idea. Like, yeah, you should totally, like, you know, because you can focus on something. It kind of mm-hmm. gets you out of your head, gets you out of your body for a second, doesn't make you feel like you're having, you know, a heart attack out of nowhere. Are you all, are you all at all worried that your, um, that your therapist is Super Mario in a wig? And it's like, yeah, play the video games. Well, her name is Dr. W. Ario. <laughs> Oh, no, that's fine then. Because... And her walls are made out of pills that interlock in strange patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you, that song is going to be in my head for the rest of the night. Now. Here's the problem with what I just went right there. Yeah. I've never played Dr. Wario or but whatever it's But it's Dr. Called. Mario, yeah. No, but Wario is what... The Wario, Wario game, is the bad guy I know, Mario. The, but the Wario game is the one I was trying to reference. Isn't there a... There's a couple of Wario games. There's like Wario's Woods. There's uh, oh, uh, so Wario Wear. The one with, the, the, one with the, the, the pills, that's Dr. Mario. That's Dr. Mario. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. well, I, yeah, not played it. For some reason, I had that as Wario in my head. But uh, as I was going there, I was like, oh, no. I don't know anything about the game other than I know the picture on the front of the Game Boy package. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to play. Wario's not going to help you. Like, Mario, he's looking at... I mean, he might. Game. I mean, frankly, well-meaning people have not done me any services in this life. I suppose that's true. Maybe, you know, reach towards uh, reach towards the evil. Yeah, why not? Hit and bottom, go for it. Go for a, a, a pudgy guy with a uh, mustache with sharp corners on it. Yeah, probably. I don't know if I'm hitting bottom. I actually feel pretty good other than panic attacking. Oh, so sure. I yeah, was, those uh, are no fun. Yeah, so uh, I, I plugged in my uh, my Super Nintendo Nintendo combo here, my FC Twin. I was playing oh, Super sure. Mario World last night. Oh, that's a good one. And that was good. So, But that's why I was asking Facebook about this this portable Nintendo system. Yeah, which I forgot to bring mine. I'm, I'm oh, yeah, next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, but I, I don't... So the only kind of... I don't want to play anything on my computer because it's slow... And it just, I want like a console or something. Yeah, I also just don't thing. like, I mean, I spend all day yeah. on a computer, coming home and being on a computer again. Yeah. Like, I know I'm staring at a different screen, but somehow just. No, it's, that's, it's the same as, I just, yeah. I like the idea of like a, a console that hooks to a, t- like, I don't know, I just like it being separate. So. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, this, this 3DS thing is the only thing I could think of that would seem fun. Cause like the other kind of more modern-y full consoles, whatever you call mm-hmm. them, you know, the Xbox, whatever version they're on, PlayStation yep. 4? PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Ah, so, yeah, their games are just too complicated. Like, they're too big and expansive, and it's like, that sure. just doesn't seem to, like, scratch an itch. And then I was looking at 3DS, I'm like, oh, this is exactly what I want. Like, mm-hmm. I want kind of 16-bit, 30, you know, old-style games, you know, like, kind of fun and it's like, oh, these are these is these are what I'm, yeah. I'm going for. So I'm kind of leaning. That's what I was asking about Steam last time you were on. Yeah, yeah, because you just want a game like you can kind of pick up and put down. And yeah, just to kind of you know. Well, uh, there's yeah. there's one I have. Uh, uh, not to just describe the various games I have, but uh, uh, Professor Layton. I have a couple of games like that, which is all just solving riddles. There's like a loose story around oh, all I was just of it. Reading but you about, just just reading about Professor Layton today. Um, yeah. I was looking up best RP best games for the 3ds or <laughs> whatever whatever thing, and um. There's a game Professor Layton meets Phoenix Wright. Yes, and he's yeah. like a lawyer or something. He's a lawyer, and I don't have okay. I don't have that because I also I also only have the two DS or whatever, like the original DS. Um, and yeah, I think that came out. Well, that's the one. Now that I've done enough research, that's the one that I want. I don't know if I want the original one, but I want the one because they put out a after the 3ds they put out a 2d version of right. the 3ds because i don't give a shit about 3d graphics yeah, yeah, yeah. it seems gimmicky and i don't it, care it absolutely was yeah. um but so, 
yeah, but the game's a little bit different. And I have I have both of those games, just not the one where they meet. Yeah. No, uh, the, the and, lawyer and they're, one. They're fun. The lawyer. Oh, actually, the lawyer one sounded like it was boring as shit. But um, I'm actually looking more for like um, you know, playing like a Legend of Zelda game or sure. something a little bit more like. Oh, you know, I do. Yeah, I do have that one. So yeah, that immediately. That uh, oh, yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I definitely need to borrow your your your. Yeah, absolutely. It's just it I was actually just thinking about it the other day before you even brought that up about how like it's just kind of sitting around. Oh yeah, no, I would love to I don't use really it because. Uh, I would, I, I have a limited number of games for, for this, this system here. Uh-huh. And, um, I'm, I've already played them a bunch, which is fine, sure. but unfortunately that means I'm still kind of good at them. Right. So there's, there's only so much yeah. like, like I'm really sure like Super Mario World, like I'm, I'm playing every, I'm like, all right, as I go, I'm going to get every different ending for each level, you know, cause right. you can do the different what's, paths and what's you know. awful is when and I've had this work where you go back and you play a game and you're like, oh man, I used to, like, this was my game. Like, yeah. I, and then you go back and you're like, I am terrible at this. What yeah. happened? Well, here's, a, here's a, so on video, on that video game front, I was thinking about that. So I was really good at the original Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like I could, I could beat it in under seven minutes at one point. Like I got to 640 something, mm. which is not, I mean, that's not like world record by any chance, no. but like it's pretty fucking fast for like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, your group of friends you're probably not going to find many people that are going to go faster than that. I don't think I ever beat that game until I was in college. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah. I got because when I got it, I got that in Zelda, and I was way more into Zelda. Yeah, well, Zelda's a better game, but yeah. uh, I I got into the Mario speed runs when I was high school. I just did what the hell was that? My phone. Oh, okay. Um, the the I started doing speed runs forever, but so I was playing it on this thing, the FC Twin, and the timing just never felt right. I'm like, oh, I suck at this. And I was playing it on emulator. I'm like, oh, I suck at this. Mm-hmm. But then I was listening to an episode of the indoor kids with uh, Kumail Nanjiani's yeah, yeah. other podcast. Cause I ran out of the X-Files ones as I was telling you last week. Um, and they were talking about how like hardcore original gamers don't like playing on any kind of emulator because like, like there's certain, I don't know what the thing is, but there's certain differences in the play. Like the way that it's like, even this FC twin thing is like, it's actually more like an emulator than the original system. So it actually is the timings off mm-hmm. like the, like the frame rate or there's certain differences. And it's like, Oh, that's what I'm picking up on. Cause especially when you're doing speed runs, it's such a, you know, it's, it, you have to be perfect. Yeah, it's like, like muscle memory thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I swear I'm doing like, cause there's spots. I'm like, it just, the game feels mushy. Like this mm-hmm. doesn't feel like me fucking up. This feels mushy. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I, I heard that explanation. I'm like, Oh, all right. It isn't just, I mean, I'm sure it's me, you know, losing some skills as I age, but like, right. there's also like, Oh good. That actually is like a, a porting issue that some mm. of the because the the really hardcore gamers only play on the original system. I'm like, oh, good. I'm not I'm not quite that old yet. Yeah, I was actually just watching something where someone was talking about uh doing Super Mario 64 levels. Oh yeah, and like, oh, I do this one in three and a half A presses, and like gives this huge thing about like what constitutes the press of a button oh, A, really? and I'm like, this is the worst thing I can imagine. Yeah, like that's just. Like you just are crazy spurging out about something, yeah. you know, like whatever. If that's if that's what you are into, that sounds that's great. But that just sounds like a miserable way to play video games. Yeah, I, I just uh, um, uh, I was w- watching a um, Street Fighter Mortal Co- one guy from one side of the screen, one guy from the other side of the screen killing each other mm-hmm. uh, game. But it was like the top guys in the world doing it. Yeah. Like it was like a match between them. Cause uh, I was listening to uh, them talk about it on the, on the podcast. And uh, then I found in this rabbit hole. These people have like, like frame refresh rates memorized. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Like, I don't even understand the things that they're doing to win. Like literally, like I don't even understand the concept of what's happening, let alone to be able to make my fingers articulated. It's crazy. Like they know exactly what hit, how long it takes from Mm -hmm. the ground, what it's, 
it is if anybody in the audience like if you if this sounds completely foreign to you which it was to me just look up uh you know uh the best street fighter or the best you know mm-hmm. mortal combat player in the world you know maybe technique there is I mean, it's crazy amount of techniques that go in there. This weird memorization yeah. of like, like it's almost like you're tricking the c- computer into it's fucking. Yeah, wild. well, it's just yeah, it's yeah. just exploring stuff like that was in the. I got really big into playing uh, uh, Dark Souls uh, competitive, not competitively, but you know, in the um, online. Uh, Which one's Dark Souls? I don't Dark know. Souls for the like for the Xbox and whatever. Yeah. Um, it's uh, or 360. Is it a fighting game? Uh, no, it's more oh. like a, a fantasy game. But it has this okay. it has this uh, element to it where you can invade other people's worlds or other people can invade your oh, world okay. and, yeah. and fight. But there's this whole thing people that like that's all they do and they build their characters to do just that. And there's a whole thing about like the way the hit boxes work and like if you do this move, there's so many. Uh, I don't know if they call them like hit frames or something like that, but where it's just like you're invincible. And they know yeah. this. We've tried it, like just again, like really, really getting into it, and that's really bizarre. Because for me, like that kind of stuff, I like watching those uh, what they call bullet hell uh, shooters. A lot of them are, are Japanese, where it's like, you know, it's just like a top down shooter where you're like a, a ship or something like that. And oh, like, totally, yeah, like, yeah, tons and tons of bullets yeah, flying, yeah. and watching people like that have clearly just spent a ton of time navigating that. Yeah, or like bizarre rhythm games, almost like Dance Dance Revolution, but like button pressing. Yeah. So there's some like super crazy ones of those too. But well, I those... just I just watched the video of the 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 largest score for um I don't know the name of the game but it's like you're in hell and you're fighting demons. It's it's they're just a first person shooter and the game apparently like it, you're amazing if you can last forty seconds. Hmm. It's one of these. It's like an impossible. I mean, I'm gonna look it up because yeah, it's really I'm really curious um, what that is. It's uh let's see uh first person shooter in hell uh. Fuck really hard. Let's see. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Uh, it's always a good idea to put really hard into Google. Yeah. Um, wait, I'm going to find this. It's okay. It, so it's, let's see. You throw like, let's see. Fuck. Um, was it like for is, a console or is it? No, like, it's, it's, um, let's see. First person shooter in hell. Uh, impossible. Just like those scenes in movies where you're hacking into the mainframe. Just imagine a, a lot of uh, close-ups, close zooms on the keyboards. Yeah, uh, Devil Daggers. De- I've never heard of this. Okay, so, um, okay, now I'm going to look it up, and I'm going to show you the thing. Let's see. Devil Daggers. So it's from Steam. Um, all right, Devil Daggers. So Devil Daggers, let's see, record run. This may even the thing. Okay, let me see if I can't find the. So the game is like, um, yeah. Oh, this is the guy. Yeah. So the guy is Bone Carver, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. See, an average player might survive forty-five or sixty seconds, and this guy made it uh, like ten minutes or something. So this is the. All right. So it's basically you spawn in hell. shoot these things and then more things happen and then you shoot more stuff more things happen. all right so it's pretty what standard you shoot you like jolly ranchers out of that gun i don't know i don't know what it's supposed to be all right so you're sort of getting the concept it's very right. hard you can see i think it can get like hit like once to die so it's yeah i would think that would be the yeah. case but... okay so keep going so let's just go towards the end here 
he is just completely fucking surrounded on all sides by huh. But this is gonna really like you know, the last in 60 seconds is, is kind of amazing. That's really bizarre. Yeah, there's these giant kind of things in the sky. There's like giant like monster demons that I think quite some more times. like these kind of like kind of almost like angel kind of style full devils that hang from the ceiling yeah, yeah, yeah. and when they explode I think they turn into these other things but look at this fucking craziness of the suits like that's uh, pretty bonkers yeah like they were saying that there's like like within like you know like three pixel room on the board at this point like this like this can't happen Basically, like, yeah. like what he just did right there, like shouldn't be able to work. Yeah. Alright, so that's how you die. So this dude, all right. So that's Bone Carver. So he he lasted, uh, four hundred eighty-five, whatever that that long. But um, there's those. He lasted four eight five four thirty four thirty three three, and then it just completely drops off the planet. But it's it's fucking insanity. So, uh, yeah, those that exists. Uh, and uh, I don't we remember why we brought that up, but yeah, that thing. <laughs> oh, just people going crazy on video games. Right? Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like, so really... apparently these exist where it's like impossible games. Yeah. Uh, that uh, uh, are like they play because they're impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's like them, and I've played games like like. Some on that, and I do like games, and actually that Dark Souls game I brought up earlier, yeah. like, has a reputation for, like, you're going to die a lot, and you do, but it is, um, for the most part, there's a couple of moments that, I, that that maybe this isn't true about, but overall, it's very, it's very fair, it just expects you to pay attention to what you're doing, but I've played tons of games, like, online, where it's just basically designed for you to not win, and yeah. it's like, at a certain point, that's not fun, like, you can make it, like, super hard and challenging, and I actually enjoy that, but at a certain point, when you're, like, no, but I'm like my goal is to just make you angry. Then yeah. that's I, I don't really understand that. Yeah, I I actually played some uh, some um, Super Mario World um, impossible levels. Like mm -hmm. these kids make their own levels, and they do it like so. It's it's playable, but it's just next to impossible. Like, and you have to like just be so quick. And I was pretty good at the game at that point, so mm -hmm. I was trying to um, basically it's I was just trying to get through one. Right. Because I mean, there when I say impossible, it's not like this is a really hard one. Like it's it's the only move you can do are like trick moves. Like basically it's yeah. like you have to pick up the, the, uh, the turtle shell while jumping backwards, kick, bounce, yeah. bounce, bounce, bounce. Like it's every move in it is like an impossible thing. I was like, all right, I'm pretty good at this. Let's see, you know how I can do. And it, it was, I mean, I, I probably do. I probably put an hour in yeah, and then realized, no, this is, this isn't fun. Like this is, mm -hmm. this annoys the shit out of me on a level that I'm gonna, I probably gonna have something in my brain explode. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna stop now and mm -hmm. never play this again. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just it's, yeah, you're you're like, this is just fruitless. Yeah. Like I'm I'm putting forth way too much effort into just nothing. Well yeah. I, I've been playing um I just played this game. Well, I played it for a bit because I heard so many good things. So I was trying to find an RPG for my phone just to waste time. Mm -hmm. So uh apparently Square Unix or whatever mm -hmm. um ported all the old Final Fantasy games. Yes. And uh I was like, maybe I'll play one of those, but I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to spend money because I know I'm going to get bored with it. And I was like, all right, right so I'll see. So I was looked up like if there's like Final Fantasy style games. And apparently there's there's a few companies who do them really well and a couple are free. So I heard this wonderful things about, uh, uh, I think it was called Mechanical Knight okay. or, or Metallic Knight, Mechanical Knight. 
And uh, so I go through uh, uh, and, and I start playing and it's like 20 minutes of, oh, no, but I'm from this world. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, from yeah. this world. Oh, no, you got to go over there and do the blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, fine, fine, fine. Reading it, going through, mm-hmm. going through. I'm like, we're kind of waiting for the gameplay. And I'm like, all right, cool. Now I'm on my first mission, which lasts about three seconds. Oh, hey, now you got to go to the blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's, I seriously, like, I think I was in control of the character for about three minutes of the first hour, 20 mm-hmm. of it. And I just, I just uninstalled it. I was like, this yeah. is just Well, shit. that's, that's kind of the thing with, uh, mobile as a as a platform is that some of those like those those things you do in like in rpg games like that just you like this is a mobile game I, i'm supposed to be like on the bus or waiting in line at the bank yeah messing with this like i don't want to sit through this stuff yeah and it was just like just the design of it i'm like i don't understand how you could possibly compare this to like any of the final fantasy games like i know they do the let's talk about stuff yeah but then the actual like game mechanics are like oh you get to play for a while and like do things mm-hmm. It was just frustrating, but that's shit. that's unfortunately I think an increasing thing in a, in a lot of games. Like I remember, uh, I was I was use this as an example, but uh, a really popular game and actually a very good game, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, yeah. when you when you start it, like I remember, uh, it was my girlfriend and I like like first started dating, and I got this game, and basically it was like, well, I have this amount of time before she gets off work. We're gonna go out to dinner, uh, so I'm gonna go play. I like I just got this game, excited to play it. Uh, I have X amount of time before she gets she gets off, and I gotta go meet her for dinner. And it was like, okay, cool, start the game. So there's cutscene to begin. Like, okay, I was ready for this. All right, cutscene. All right, here we go. All right, now it's this little thing. Like, hey, we're gonna teach you how to ride a horse. Okay, cool. I'm gonna ride a horse to this next yeah. location. Fine. This is you know part of the game. Uh, get to the next location. Another cutscene. Now we're gonna teach you how to ride a horse this way. Okay, fine. Another cutscene. Okay, now we're riding a horse again. Okay, fine. I know how to ride a horse at this point. And then like, oh, I have to leave. And it was just real. I was like, I just accompl- I played for an hour and I've accomplished nothing. Yeah. And I hate that where it just feels like this really, I do love like a good story in games. And that's, that's really what got like my interest in video games, like even, even increasing in my teenage years. Yeah. It's like the more sort of like heavy story driven ones. But at a certain point, it's like, I just want to play the game. Like any, any game that has like a cut scene of like awesome stuff happening. It's like, oh, that would have been fun to play. I'm I'm glad that I didn't yeah. get to do that. That I just got to watch that happen. Yeah, that's I, that's part of the thing that that keeps me from playing kind of like the modern games is uh, one. It's just the expansive thing and the, like the open world. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine anything I want to do less than an open world game. Well, for for me, for someone that, that has played a lot of video games, like that concept has, if done right, it works really well. Like I just recently played the Batman Arkham Knight for for the PS4. That was, and I actually really enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, but I hate one of the things I hate about open world games is particularly again sort of being a sucker for story is like okay so there's this overall story that's happening and and people are in danger but I'm gonna stop a second and go do a race I'm gonna race around and see oh, if yeah, I can beat yeah. this time and I always kind of hate that but like and and like when I first played like uh, I think it was Grand Theft Auto three was the first one that kind of had that more yeah that was like the first kind of big one I seem to remember yeah that. yeah that, like, I was like oh my god that's amazing it was yeah. so fun to like like blow stuff up and and crash into stuff but now I'm like well I've done that a bunch I don't really care anymore yeah. The um, uh, the 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 open world thing. Well, this is an open world, but the RPG thing that annoyed me. The, the game I'm playing now, uh, which I don't remember the name of, but I downloaded another RPG, and this one was like, no, this is actually really good, and it's like it's better than the first one I got. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, but I'm doing like with these. You gotta get the thing so you can build the other thing, and mm-hmm. and now you need the materia to the blah blah blah. You know the same RPG right. shit as always. And then the king of some place is like, oh, I really like that pudding from Gungdown Castle. Oh, so you gotta go, yeah, yeah No, yeah. but then, then I went to fucking get the stupid pudding, and the pudding's like, oh, I need these special eggs and this thing from this other place. Right. Fuck you. <laughs> it's just there, yeah. Like, like one, I'm fine with doing a pudding, qu- like, I'm fine with doing a pudding run for the king. 
Yeah. I'm okay with that as a side quest. That's like, oh, that was a fun little dumb thing. Yeah, yeah, King likes you a little bit better. But I'm not doing a fucking side quest for the cook so she can make the pudding to give to the king, which is a side quest. Right. Where I don't even remember where I was going in the fucking first place yeah. at this point. And I'm not kidding. I, I totally don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I I kind of hate it. Yeah. And that, that open world thing, that's just what reminded me, is that... One, the distractibility of, like, side, like I guess, I don't know if they're still called side quests. Oh, yeah, no, the, they okay. absolutely are. Like, those kind of bother me, and the, I don't find video games that impressive on a way that it's like, man, I just want to walk around and look at this. That's, yeah, yeah. and I and I agree, like, that's a huge thing with, um, you know, people that, a lot of the, the uh, fans like PC gaming over, like, console gaming is like, oh, my God, but the graphics card, you can do all this stuff. Like, Skyrim is a, is a big one, where people put yeah, all these mods on it. And, like, I've seen these, these pictures, I'm like, that's cool, and uh, I'm good. Like it's just it's not yeah. a thing for me. Uh, I mean, if that's if that's really appealing to you, but yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, know. it doesn't doesn't it, it yeah. doesn't hold my interest like that. The same way that I'm I'm an asshole. Like I go hiking and I'm like, yeah, this is kind of pretty, I guess. And then I'm I'm good. Yeah, I've seen a photo before. Like, you know, I don't. And I know what I don't understand is uh, I because I've been watching videos of it or I've been attempting to watch videos of it. Mm-hmm. I I can't imagine what Minecraft does for people. I can. What well, Minecraft is weird in that, um, like you can really get you know go crazy about like building stuff and, and is this sort of this kind of giant toy box you can do. And I messed around with it for a little bit and it was this thing where I'm like, okay, well I'm just going to do this and I mess around. And like, I look up and three hours had passed. No, I, I, that I get, yeah. like I totally didn't see how you would fall into it. I more mean week two. Yeah. It's that's like, I can totally see falling into it. That's not like, that's not I the, the issue I have with the game. Mm-hmm. It's week two where it's yeah. like, you're still playing, there's no win. There's no, like, I like to play a game where there's a finish line in some way. Yeah. And, and and as far as I know, Minecraft doesn't have that or a story from what I understand. No, they, they invented, they they put out a story mode. Like, there's a version of it that has, like, a story. Oh, I don't think I saw any through, of that. But oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I don't know that, but I don't know if that interests me that much. But it is like, oh, kids love it. I mean, it's just, particularly, like, for for young kids, it's like playing with Oh, blocks, yeah, that's fine. Know? I was just more, I, it's, I'm more thinking of adults when, yeah. I, when I say that. No, but it's, you know, virtual kind of Lego things. Like, mm-hmm. I totally, yeah, little kid style yeah hell yeah but like as a grown-ass man i just i don't understand how he can be like weeks into it of what do you what i don't what are you getting out of this i just seems yeah like it was like when, when second life was big for a minute i like i joined up and i got a character and i was like walking around mm. i think i like me i think maybe i got a house or I built something i don't remember but like i was like this is just i don't i'm done like so, yeah, I, second I don't, life i thoroughly don't get like i know yeah. people because a bunch of my friends in in high school, uh, and and uh, this this dates me. Uh, Ever that was when EverQuest was starting to become a thing. The first like that was a big you know online role playing game. That sounds familiar. Yeah, and I had friends that really liked to play it, and I was like, oh cool, so you just pay, and then you're playing online. Thing, like, no, you pay you know once a month. I was like, well, I don't want to do that, and so I never did it, and it didn't really have an ending, and it was like, same thing where I didn't really that didn't interest me. Same thing with uh uh what do you call it uh, World of Warcraft. Uh, oh, yeah. People have gotten way into that, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't do just those things where it's like, well, you just grind and get new gear and whatever, and then that's it. Yeah, like, I kind of like what, it. I don't know. I can't. It's just for me. I can't do it. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, uh, 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 running out of that. Do you care if I take this? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I, I'm playing this game Castle Clash for for a few months. Um, and it's it's kind of like it's Clash of Clans basically. From what yeah, I understand, yeah. I've never played Clash of Clans, but it seems like the same concept. You know, you get heroes you build them up blah, mm-hmm. blah blah you try not to give them real money you end up giving them real money right yep. um 
And I did that for a while. I was like really hooked on it. But now I'm like, like super high up on it. Like I'm super like all my characters are pretty, not all of them, but like I'm pretty fucking like bulked up and everything takes a while to do now. And it's like, oh, I don't care anymore. Yeah. And it's and it just because this is the first game I've ever really done this with. And because I never played World of Warcraft or the other ones mm-hmm. of that style. And I'm like, oh, is this so this is it? Like now it's just now it's over. I just, you know, sit here like, all right. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, I guess. This is a learning experience because this is the first time I've ever gone through this. But like, I've I've just don't care about it anymore. Right, yeah. You know, I still play because you know I played every day because it's just something to do on my phone. But in the same way, like it, it was just you know just because I'm tired of playing you know Gin Rummy on my phone. It's just right, like yeah. Oh, yeah, whatever. I'll collect the things. I'll do the mm-hmm. the the daily tasks because what the hell else am I going to do? You know. Right. Yeah. I've I've I can't think of the the names are escaping me now, but I've certainly done that with with mobile games before where it's. Like you just dump a ton of time into it. Yeah. Like, what am I even doing? Well, this is the first game that ever tricked me into giving it real money. I, I got mm. hooked on it for a minute, and that was that was bad. Not like I spent like a shitload, but like right. It was it was like I probably spent more than a hundred bucks on it. But my 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 kind of the way I I, I forgave myself for that is uh, I don't own any video game systems and right. haven't spent any money. So it's like literally like ah whatever. It's too like it's not a good. I could have bought two really good games that people spent like a lot of years on. It looked beautiful, but. Yeah, I spent money on this stupid thing, you know. But um, yeah, video games. So, John. Yes. You know um, that there's uh, hoverboards that keep catching fire. Yep. And they're kind of the they're kind of like the next step away from, like they kind of evolved from. Segways. Yeah, exactly. What were you yeah. saying about poetry? Oh, nicely done. Uh, <laughs> no, I will wasn't. say, someone described hoverboards as vaping for your feet. That's awesome. Which I really like. Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I, forget, my, I forget where I heard that. It's probably the best thing I've ever heard, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. Uh no, the poetry thing, this was this was something uh I was just I was thinking about because somehow and this was because I think we talked about it the other night, but also this was something that came up before we're just like If it sl- didn't happen like, on microphones, it, oh, didn't, oh, it didn't happen. Oh, it didn't happen. All right. Yeah. Uh like slam poetry and stuff like that. And I was just thinking about how like poetry as an art form. Almost everything else, someone, a friend of yours is like, hey, read the short story I wrote. Hey, read this, uh, you know, go see this this play, go come see my band, go see whatever. Most people are like, oh, okay, whatever. Be like, here's a poem. Everyone is like, Ugh. Yeah. And, like, it just, I guess, I, I don't really know how to, how to word this. This is sort of just a rambly series of thoughts. But just like, is poetry still a viable art form? En masse, like. To the to the greater good. I mean, if you're, it's one of those things. Like, if you if you really like like literature and and then and the written word, maybe you really like poetry. But like, is that accessible to the to the average person anymore? I think uh, outside of the raps. Yeah, uh, I, I, eschewing slam poetry and rap, whatever. Which I which I don't I don't really consider poetry. Um. Yes, but only to kind of. Your emotional years. I yeah. Mean, and I think it's the same reason why people are uncomfortable reading other people's poetry. Uh, you know, I went to school for poetry. I have a book of it out. The Voids are just available on Amazon. Um, write a review. Is uh, Don't write a review on that one. Fuck that one. No one's going to buy that. Periphery still has a chance. Okay. Um, but uh, fuck, write a review of uh, of The Void Searchers, but on the Periphery page. But uh, This didn't have enough Bigfoot sex yeah. in it. I was promised Bigfoot yeah. sex. You're Five stars. You're supposed to have Sasquatch humping. Uh I think the problem with so poetry as as a as a shared art 
suffers from kind of this. I mean, basically, it's it's you're trying to tap emotion as quickly as possible. That's mm-hmm. that's the idea. And that I think just makes people intrinsically uncomfortable. So, like that's why the hey, you want to read want to read one of my poems? There's okay. Well, there's two things are going on. One. Poetry is one of the easier things to think you're good at when you really suck at it. Yeah, is one, and then two. Even if you're good at it, like like I'm a, I'm a reasonably good poet. Like I I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not like I shouldn't be like top ten in the country, but I'm a reasonably good poet. But like, so I, I'm going to hand you something that's of good quality, but it's probably going to be like really emotionally raw and and sure, that's a lot harder to kind of accept as a oh yes I would like to read this. But I still think yeah. I see I lean more towards the one like the A. I just think like I have been inundated in my life with so much bad poetry that I am yeah. I am less inclined to be like, oh well I'll check this out. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. I was in high school, I you know, I wrote couplets or whatever, yeah. you know. And just ugh, just but yeah, just that same kind of thing where you just in your more raw emotional years. Uh uh and I think I'm just sort of shell shocked by all that. So it's it's I also don't know that much about it. Like in terms of it as an art form where I can read stuff and be like, well, I kind of like, you know, it's like, what is it? It's like, uh, I don't know art, but I know what I like. And I like yeah. this, you know, there are poems like, I, I like this, but then there are other things where people are like, oh, this is, this is a great example. I'm like, I don't, it's just a lady talking about eating plums. I don't understand yeah. this. Um, no, I mean, I think it's still valid, but it's, I don't, I think, I think one of the problems with poetry is that I don't think it was ever a big deal. Like as much as like, it was a big deal kind of, I think in our heads we're like, oh, historically it was like a big thing. Right. I don't think it really was. I think it was just there wasn't anything else. <laughs> sure. You know, and it just, you know, so it's they it's, had invented the Fast and the Furious. Yet. Yeah. So there's just a certain. There, I think there's just a certain amount of. Uh, I think it's just always is and was like a niche thing. Like it just, you know, I'm just, I'm just imagining uh, someone had like. Uh, I don't know Shelley's day or whatever. Like he's yeah. reading a poem so on the back. Is like drive a car quickly. Like just get to it already more muscles (laughs) you should tell me what you think about your bros you should you should be an undercover land landlord (laughs) and sneak into your peasants uh uh uh, oxen carts and then (laughs) that's that's, perform heists that's is that what they do i don't know i've never seen oh i saw the first one i know i know the the first one he's undercover yeah that's the only thing i know is dead guy's undercover and i don't mean to be rude i literally just can't think of his name um, goes oh, under- oh uh, uh, Paul Walker. Yeah, goes undercover, and then Vin Diesel is like a a guy that's yeah. like there, and he like they race cars, and seemed, I know. I mean, it seemed fine. Like yeah, cars know, are jumping around. I know that. I know the second one. You can apparently play a drinking game, uh, involving all the homoerotic subtext. Yeah. Uh, and then in a in a later one, there's a part where Vin Diesel goes like, "This is Brazil." Like has says it in this really weird dumb accent. Oh, well. Uh, and then the rock shows up. That's all I know. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I've I've heard they're kind of you know they're they're fun. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. It's it's something where I'm like I would want to get in a in a, a group and watch, not like at home alone. Yeah. No, that's my that's my thing. Yeah. If it's on at a bar, I'll be like, oh, I'll watch this. Sure. But uh, yeah. So that's poetry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I, I no, I think it's yeah, it's one of those things where I think it's just the emotional investment, the the ability to be shit at it and think you're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 it's like a combination thereof. But it's just, it's just, it's interesting. And I think that, and I think that's part of it, that, that idea that the shit thing you're good. Cause I've seen, I've seen a lot of crappy bands too. I'm not a big, like go to show guy. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of like crappy bands and, um, but I'm less shell shocked or, you know, less like immediate reaction of like, Oh, sure. I would love, not that like people every day are like, 
read my poetry. Yeah. But it's just the concept of that. And it feels like, I mean, it feels like that's the way it's at least treated in popular culture anyway, as well as like. Yeah. But I also think it's rare to see a band as crappy as a bad poet. Like, yeah. Because a band, at least you have to have other people that agree you're playing a song. Mm-hmm. You're at least can play your instruments in s- enough that you think you can stand in front of a crowd. I mean, being a bad poet, Lyra just takes, you know, a pen and a a piece of paper and like, it can be, you know, it can be just the worst thing you've ever heard. But I guess that's not, I guess it's kind of at the same level as performance art. Like if you're like, I've got this performance art cycle, I would be less excited to go see that. Yeah. But I guess maybe that's it. Maybe it's, I just like, I like diffusion of responsibility. I like, is it just you or are there other people involved? Okay. That's a good point. Yeah, Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Like. Uh, oh, you're in a play? That's cool. Oh, you're doing monologues. No, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's sort of like, um, you know, we were t- uh, talking earlier off mic, so it didn't happen, about uh, sketch comedy shows and uh, like when it's like you can tell a lot of money went into a sketch or a lot of production went into a sketch and it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, so there's that too where you think about like all these, like everyone on set where they just like, no, this is, I'm, this is cool. I'm okay with this. But, yeah. You know, or is it just like another day on the job? You know, like, I don't care. This scene's lit well. Yeah, uh, I I think... I, well, but I, like, you're not going to want the, the caterer to go like, you guys, that's not funny. I don't get this. Yeah. But... Well, I think it's the latter, because there's this thing with, uh, not not to not to cross brands, but uh, there's this thing that the Simpsons writers always talk about that's like, you know, they're, they're in the room, and, and a lot of the early scenes are like, oh, well, they got to go over it like 30 times, so the joke has to be funny 30 times. Mm-hmm. And they've got this kind of like mantra of like, well, we shouldn't throw things out that uh, were funny 29 times, and then the 30th, it didn't land. And I think sketch comedy is like that, like somewhat like that, where when they're performing it, I don't know that, I mean, you, you would know much better. Like you've actually been, you know, in, you know, cinema case or whatever, mm. it's, you know, sketch ish. Um, yeah. That when you've, when you've rehearsed enough, I don't know that you can actually have the, you know, the kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Like, like perspective yeah. on it to actually be sort able to see if it's reaction. funny anymore. Yeah. Like, so it's. I can, you could just be putting a turd down or yeah. the best thing ever, but it's just, you're so, you've already done that so many times that it's, mm-hmm. you know, what the hell are you going to do? Yeah. Right. And like I said, like, I don't expect uh, anyone on set to be like, oh, this thing that we've, that we've scheduled and booked out, whatever, just isn't working. You just, yeah. at that point you're going with it, but. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, you have to do it. And also, yeah. you know, what the fuck does a caterer know? Fuck that guy. Yeah. Well, he knows how to make a good breakfast burrito. Yeah. Well, says him. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fucking dick. Sorry, me and Lunch Truck Vinny have a long history. Well, long lunch, history. lunch Truck Vinny has no business doing breakfast. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Tell him that. Well, actually, don't because then it's going to become a whole fucking thing. Then it's yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yeah, they will have yeah. to hear his poetry. Yeah. About well, it. Actually, long story short, I'm not allowed on the Paramount fucking studio Ooh. lot anymore. Oof. Yeah. Well, you know, sorry. It's just if if, if you who's Lunch gonna, Truck breakfast burrito. It's breakfast. Who's going to laugh during the Big Bang Theory tapings now? I don't even know if that's Paramount. Robots. That's um, true. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, poetry, you should read it. You shouldn't. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's settled. Yeah. I think it's I will continue to read and not read it. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, you know, I'm sorry. I wish there was, a, wish there was a better no, answer. No, I, I wasn't. I, yeah. I was just, I wasn't looking for for you to, to be held accountable for all poets everywhere. Just a random thought I had. I should be, though. You should. Oh, what was your space news, John? Oh, uh, I don't know if this is how official or whatever, but I was reading on the, on the internet earlier that... Uh, Apparently, uh, according to some website, that uh, a mystery repeating radio signal was discovered emanating from an unknown cosmic source. And that's happened before these off uh, one off fast radio bursts or FRBs, as this site is. You mean like the wow signal? 
Sure. I'm sure they bring that up. Um, yeah. Uh, but this is the first time that they've been able to detect multiple signals coming from the same place in space. Oh, really? Yeah. So huh. I'm not saying it's aliens, but it could be. Sounds, it's probably space Nazis. If you flip to the end of the article, just kind of skim through and look for the phrase mm. wow signal because they bring it up every fucking time. Wow signal was the thing they found at the Arecibo uh, Space Radio Laboratory in, um, I don't know, mid-70s maybe? And it was a uh, uh, like this giant spike that had no terrestrial origin and didn't mm. match. Like it was just a thing. And uh, so it spit out on the you know, in the dot matrix printer and the guy circled and went, wow, with an exclamation point. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 No, this one doesn't mention that. It just mentions that the signal says uh, the owls are not what they seem. Cooper, Cooper. That's a Twin Peaks reference to uh, oh. yeah. Major Briggs. Twin Peaks. Yeah. Sorry. You were just, you were just thinking of the one. See, you never I'd, saw the second one. I'd gone back in time with my elderly scientist friend, and we had blown up a mountain. So in my timeline, <laughs> it it's, just it's a, Lone Peak. <laughs> I actually had to do that for a job. We did this uh, video that involved is a sort of like play on, on Back to the Future, and part of it was green screened. And we, we used a still from uh, the... Uh, uh, Twin Pines Mall. Yeah. So I was like, so technically you want your product to take place in a, in the bad universe when Biff Tannen's still like, oh, in awesome. you know? Yeah. And I, I got shattered down pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like, I feel like you were the better man there. I think I was. Because you know? I think if you could make a, make a Twin Pines Lone Pine Mall joke, it's. Any day you can do that is a good day. Yeah. Here's some good news. Hmm. I don't know. Did you like Neil Gaiman? Or do you like Neil Gaiman? Uh, yeah, I'm actually rereading The Sandman right now. Oh, uh, I forgot. You just and I enjoy that. that. I like some of his stuff. I like his short stories a yeah. lot. Some of his long, like, I don't like American Gods. I just straight up don't like that book. Well, then you're not going to like half the news I'm about to tell okay. you. So American Gods, as you may know, is uh, is being made into a television show. Yes. For the not TV, but HBO uh, uh, home box office mm-hmm. television network. But it's not a television network because it's not TV. It's HBO. That's true. This is like a Mo- Mobius strip. Uh, so they cast Wednesday, the uh, the the, yes. the lead, uh, Ian McShane. Oh, I'm on board with I'm that. I'm on board with that as See, well. See, here's yeah. and here's here's the thing: they could make if it's about them. Yeah, it could be great. But Shadow, which first of all, Shadow yeah. is the name of your main character. That guy, we was just so po- it was so stupid. That character was the worst. The, Neil Gaiman has a heart has a, a a large history of like his main character just being led by the nose by far more interesting people until he saves the day somehow. Yeah. Uh, Neverwhere was kind of like that. Uh, and it's just, I don't know. I don't like that. And I particularly just, I was very irritated that his name was shadow at the get go, but I did I like that. all the stuff kind of surrounding it, even though by and large, it's the long dark tea time of the soul. Yeah. It's Douglas Adams. So I was well, a little bit like not thrilled with that either. But. You know, I was, I was, it's funny. So you bring up Douglas Adams. I think that's actually just a, a product of English just writers do that. They, I can't think of a lot of English writers other than like Ian Fleming that their main character actually is proactive. Mm-hmm. Like, like jerk gently is literally just, yeah, I'm just going to walk around until something happens. Yeah. Uh, Rincewind from the Discworld things is I'm going to run away from everything and things will happen in the other direction. Sure. Like it's pretty much like a trope of at least the funny side of English writers that their main character doesn't actually I would, I would, I would, I mean, when you get the Discworld stuff, there's so many different characters in that, that. Well, I was thinking uh, Rinchman because it was the, the, right, right. But I mean, it is sort of, it it, it is a common thing and, and yeah, Yeah. but it is, it's, it's, I'm not saying that that's not true. I'm just saying it's something I don't enjoy. Yeah. uh, That I don't think is very interesting. It's just weird. Well, I mean, Hitchhiker's Guide, the same way. Like Mm -hmm. Arthur is, you know, the, the, just being 
you know, thrown about on the waves of uh, of plot instead of sure. actually like doing anything. Yeah. So it's it's interesting that uh, that Gaiman did kind of that same thing, which that didn't bother me that much. But the name Shadow does sit sit yeah. rather awkwardly. Uh, yeah, with it me. just it just felt like was this written in your high school notebook? Like that's I don't yeah, know. it it is very. It high felt school. like something I would have written, which is why it was kind of upsetting. Like oh yeah, man. it was it was yeah, it's just awkward. Uh, there there's um. Uh, Rogers of Lasney is a writer I like, and, and uh, Gaiman uh, likes him as well. And, and uh, one of the main tropes of his his books is is shadow, uh, mm-hmm. but that's like like a world, like it makes sense. It's not a character. Name oh sure, yeah, because yeah. he's not an idiot or in high school, right? So yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, when I read the book, I didn't really occur to me, and I think it was probably you or maybe somebody before you had, had said this as well, pointed out the shadow thing, and then went, oh yeah, you're right. That is really yeah. dumb. Like it, I it needed to be pointed out to me because I guess I'm just. One, I never remember characters' names. I just kind of like I just read. right, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I did. It, I didn't let it really sink in mm-hmm. the profundity of how fucking stupid that is. But yeah, I, I just really recall like being interested in the and certainly in the gods and what they were yeah. and they were up to. The, sort of like the the Chernobog or whatever, like all that little stuff. But then, or like the little stories that would they would interrupt everything. Like there was the one where the taxi driver like meets a gin. That oh, was, totally. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was super cool. Like if it's all like that stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Just like the main through line. I just I could not care less. Yeah. Um. But I am like I did like Wednesday's character was interesting and and me and McShane my when I was reading it my actual thought was uh and this is this is lame but my actual thought was the guy did you watch do you watch Game of Thrones yeah uh, the guy that plays Tywin Lannister I can't think of the actor right now um, oh uh yeah it's uh oh shit yeah. I do know his name it, it's uh um motherfucker. Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, oh, yeah, I totally like him, too. Oh, uh, yeah, I can't think of it. Yeah, anymore. but, yeah, like, yeah. based off of... Uh, Charles Darwin, Charles Dutton, Charles... Charles Dutton was wrong. No, I know, Charles... But both were in Alien 3. Yeah, uh, something D, Charles... Dance. Dance. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, but actually, because of the uh, the last boy... Not the last Boy Scout, uh, the last action hero. Yes, his character in that, like with the, the I evil didn't guy put that together that. right now that that was him. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's fantastic. But like, but it's part of me in my head because reading reading him because I was like, oh yeah, that actor in my my first in my head was. Oh, that's fantastic! I didn't yeah. put that together. Oh, that's so great. So, but I mean, Ian McShane is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, that, I I think it's good casting. That's, that's that's probably even better. I I'm I'm hesitant. I mean, I can't imagine it's going to be any good. But Ian McShane, mm-hmm. good, absolutely. Yeah, good yeah, casting. that's cool. Yeah. Is Brian Fuller involved with that? No, because I think he's the new Star Trek. He's the guy behind Hannibal. Um, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. very much enjoyed. Uh, didn't he do? Uh, there were some rumors that he was going to be involved in that. Didn't he do Pushing Daisies? Was that him? I think so. Yeah, because I really like that show. Um, yeah, so that's going to be good. And here's a question for you that you probably won't be able to answer, and therefore I'm asking the audience. But if you happen to read these, I have a choice between two fantasy series I'm going to read next: mm-hmm. either the Gentleman Bastards books or the Darweth series. I don't know anything about either one. Uh, I just, I read a, I got like five websites of recommendations uh-huh. and then compared all of them and kind of pared it down. And these were the two that seemed to be the most commonly referenced. I only just heard of the Gentleman Bastards. I've yeah. never heard of the other one. All right. Um, so that's a- it. audience at home, uh, at the AlexCast, alexcast at gmail.com, uh, 503-468-6959. Those are the ways you can find me. Do I want to read the Gentleman Bastards books or the Darweth series? Darweth. I don't know who writes either of them off the top of my head. I'm not going to look it up right now because it won't matter because if you you would have to be familiar with them. So mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with them enough, but not knowing their name, that this isn't for you. This isn't for you.
I also I it's it's way more than this, but I also enjoyed the Black Company. That was a that was a good one. It's about sort of a mercenary group um, that uh, gets sort of embroiled in this giant sort of wizard battles and stuff like that. Kind of you know amoral, yeah, sort of thing. But it was a it was a fun read. All right, so you don't like Shadow, but Black's fine. No, no, no. They're they're not their that's not their name. No, it's not like yeah. They're, they're it goes into that in the book why they're called that. But like the the main oh, okay. character's name like is like Croker and uh, One Eye. They have nicknames, but none of them are Shadow. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. One more question for you, John. Because mm-hmm. we're we're gonna wrap up soon. Sure. Unless you had, did you have something else? No, that was that was okay. it. Okay. I refuse to look this up. Mm-hmm. Just I don't refuse to. I will eventually. The address of the standard. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Good call. Fourteen Northeast Twenty Second. Everybody, go to the standard. We're going there afterwards, probably. Fourteen Northeast Twenty Second. Uh, 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 Facebook.com slash the standard PDX. You can go and drink on Mondays for $4 and drink a Monopolova, which is a brand of vodka made mm-hmm. out of potatoes. You can go on Sunday and have $3 microbrews, and they were delicious. And I think the current special, well, today is, is dollar beer day. Dollar hams. And I think yesterday is four roses, like it's pretty cheap. I yeah, think. Yeah, 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 something like that. So you should go, 14 Northeast 22nd, facebook.com slash the standard PDX. Go, enjoy, drink heartily, my friends. And that is the standard commercial. Do 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 the standard. Hail Satan. So, do English policemen carry guns? No. I'm glad you're confused too. Is it possible that that's still true? I have no idea because there's part of me like my my immediate thought was was of, was of two shows. One being, uh, I believe it's the. Th- is it the Thin Blue Line, the the Rowan Atkinson police show comedy, and then Luther? Yeah, and like obviously you're probably not gonna have a lot of gunplay in, in the a, Rowan, in Atkinson, Rowan one, Atkinson one. But in Luther, I don't remember if they. I think they do have guns. Do they? But I don't know. It's been since I've seen it. I was thinking of um, one of the other ones I was watching, either Broadchurch or. The one with Gillian Anderson, which... The Fall? Yeah. Oof. Or The Killing, or The Something. There's a bunch of them I watched all at once. They've all blended into one. Mm-hmm. But I think it's I think it's Broadchurch, where, where they have, like, billy clubs. Mm-hmm. And um, that one where they go back in time, uh, Life on Mars. Yes. They have billy clubs, or whatever the English call them, you know, right. the, those things. So was there, like, it's a, like, that's the thing, is, like, do they have them now, or are there special certain people have them because i swear i've seen like recently like kind of you know on the street bobbies or whatever the hell are called mm-hmm. um like video of them in some way shape or form in which they had just the the some kind of club yeah but they, i swear i've also seen kind of paramilitary looking like american style sure I'm not sure they have like SWAT team. That's why, but I'm so I'm like I'm, I'm so in the dark here because like I thought the whole thing was like like none of the cops had guns at some point. So I'm kind of curious if at some point in why does this thing keep happening? Sorry, my phone keeps making light happen. Um, I'm kind of curious if at one point they changed over and now they all have guns or there's certain certain I don't know, forces. What's this, that uh, Eden dude still listen? Yeah, because I, I, I used to chat with him on Twitter, but I'm not on Twitter anymore. Yeah, you could ask him; he might know. Yeah, well, if you, if you, Eden, if you're listening, respond to this because I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to find this out because it seems like at some point they'd have to switch over or 
I have to be fair here, and I think you're going to agree with me. All of my knowledge of this is based on TV shows that yeah, I watch. Yeah, so yeah. I can't because my first thought was if they don't, why has no one ever taken over London? Yeah, no, my I would think well, there there's that movie coming out. Uh, London has fallen. Oh, because uh, there was that Olympus has fallen. Yes, uh, and then there's a sequel to that. Oh, is this true? where it's yeah? This actually this is one of the trailers I saw before uh, uh, Deadpool, where the number six terrorist on the top ten list um, uh, like blows up some stuff and it's bad. But I was just it's number six. Why that guy? Well, you see, that's actually far too complex for me. What I'm saying is this: you and I mm-hmm. could take over Buckingham Palace. Yeah, well, they do. I mean, they probably also have like stun guns and stuff if they don't have. No, but but fine. Just walk in and be like, I live here now. No, no. What I'm saying is we show up with our big American like AK-47s. Right. And we just mow down those bare fucking hat pieces of shit and just just declare ourselves sovereigns of of England. The the British does have a military as well. No, but I mean, it's not like they're going to be hanging out there. They're probably over at like a military base. (laughs) Right. Well, I... I do think they would have some sort of protection surrounding the queen. I imagine more than just like fuzzy hats. Not what I've seen. Right. Because from what I understand about war, and I've read a lot about English history, it's much like capture the flag or manhunt Mm -hmm. where we've got their home base. That means we run the country. Mm -hmm. So if we take over Buckingham Palace, we technically are the sovereigns. Right. And that's that's worked out well in places like Iraq. Yeah, but the problem what you're what you're thinking of here is where you're going wrong is that both sides were heavily armed. Oh, I'm talking about okay. two paunchy white guys showing up with guns. <laughs> right, sure. Like yeah. I'm assuming I know I certainly don't. I'm assuming you don't know how to shoot an, an automatic weapon. Do okay, first question, do they have guns? Yes. Second, are they doughy? Yes. Then all is lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh sweet God. Finally. <laughs> The prophecy, the prophecy of the Bayer tapestry has come true. That's the little thing. After you see the fucking king dying in the Bayer tapestry, there's two doughy white guys with, 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 we don't know not where these stars and stripes on, on thine apron come from. Holding, these, holding, what, what, what doth be thine pointy sticks? Or these mythical jorts you speak of. Yes, yes. And, and, uh, and, and Ponchi number one said, patoo, patoo. <laughs> oh, the Bayer tapestry jokes. Everyone loves them. Well, you know, uh, here's what here's the problem with that that line of joke is it's not smart in England and they're the only ones that are going to get it. <laughs> so right. I basically that's like that's like a grade school thing for them. So I don't get any like smart people credit yeah. for that. And uh, in America, I don't think enough people know it for me to get any smart people. Yeah, credit. there's some weird Anglophiles that are just like, that's wonderful. That is true. There's probably one guy. Yeah. Hey, one guy, write a review and mention that. Yeah. Mention that he mentioned the shout out to one guy, old AP. One, one person. It could be ladies like Britain too. Yeah, but they're listening to my show. That's so, true. Uh, the assumption is uh, every single person is uh, is, is, is is just is, you is, is uh, made of man. Yeah. Yeah. Man meat. Mm. Mm. <laughs> just a guy made of dicks. Just listen to your show. That's everything's gross. Oh, yeah. Let's do big. Uh, OK, before we, this is going to be our closing segment. Big okay. Oscar wrap up, everybody. Here, let me do my uh, Oscar wrap up song. It's the Oscar wrap up song. Let's talk about the Oscars. Ba-doo-doo. OK, mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. You? No, I didn't watch it. All right, cool. That was our Oscar wrap up. Congratulations, Leo. Yeah. And Ennio more like what I like is everyone's like, oh, Leo finally won an Oscar. Ennio Morricone like That's- won an Oscar after like. 80 years of composing. Oh, to be fair, okay, I did watch a bit when I was, I was sitting at the standard. I didn't listen to a word of it, but I looked uh, up and I went, 
Oh my God. That's actually, see, here's the thing is I knew Morcone. Uh, he's the guy that did like ecstasy of gold and all that. Like yeah, really yeah. classic. Yeah. I thought that guy had been dead forever. Yeah. No, he did. The, he just did the hateful eight soundtrack, which yeah. is I think what he won for. I had no idea he was still around. Yeah. So when he won, I went, I, I was just kind of like, it's got to have a similar last name. Cause like, I think there's a, cause there's another soundtrack guy uh, that's got a, a very Italian sounding last name. Um, that did a bunch of seventies, you know, spaghetti westerns. I, I don't remember, but I know there's. I remember hearing there was another one, probably vaguely similar hmm. in my head. And I just kind of, I think I just at some point kind of like, like overlap them or switch them over, or whatever. But when they showed up, they they said, you know, famous for or whatever, they, and they saw the, uh, you know, ecstasy of gold. I'm like, holy fuck, that guy. Yeah. And he just won his first. I'm like, oh, that's great. I actually felt a little like, like a little cry coming up. I was like, that's fantastic. Yeah. This this wobbly old man. Yeah. yeah, pretty sweet. Yeah. So that's good. Oh, okay. One more question. David X. Cohen, David uh, Cohen from The yes. Simpsons. Do you know if he's a gay fella? No. I was, I was, no, or you don't know? No, I don't know. I don't think so. I was, I, I was know. listening to a um, commentary on, uh, th- this is true. I was listening to a commentary on season eight mm-hmm. and he, he references his, his fiance. And I think he said Frank. But it went by really quickly, and I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, I don't. And it was right before you showed up, so I've done no research onto this. Sure. Not that it particularly matters. Well, let's just, well, it doesn't matter. Let's just go ahead and decide that that's the case, and just, like, put it all over the internet. All right. Well, congratulations, David X. Cohen, for at some point getting uh, fianced. Uh, by uh, Frank. To, to, a, to a fellow dude. Hey, Huffington Post. Well, We've got a post for The you. thing that made it stick out was, was this. Uh, more so than just, well, I mean, more just a curiosity, because... You know, well, I mean, it's 10% of the populace. So it's mm-hmm. like, hey, look, that's something that's 10% and it's on a show I love. Like, sure. hey, uh, look, it's a thing. Um, more so than that is I was thinking that the uh, season eight commentary was done at season like 14 or something. I forget what the actual like the timeline mm-hmm. goes. I'm like, that's actually pretty. Uh, that's that's what, eight years ago or so. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty like nothing early on, but that's reasonably early to just be like. You know, just dropping in regular. It's still pretty progressive. Well, it's, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I was—I believe I was mentioning this to you the other day, having just watched uh, recently *Poseidon*, the remake of the *Poseidon Adventure*. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like mid two thousands, and Richard Gere's character is gay, and you know that because he makes a passing line about his boyfriend and has an earring. Oh, like yeah. that was the big sell. Like when he's got an earring, that's how yeah. you just know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it would still be at that point still be pretty um, new and impressive. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna pour it for you. I was just giving you the no, giving the nice. thing. Come on, I'm on mic here. Uh, we're we're having a, we're having a bit of a lover spat over over with the Brita filter placement. Yeah. Uh, not that it, I mean it doesn't really matter, but uh, oh, oh, people weren't offended by saying that that it's a curiosity. I just I mean mathematical because I think actually fuck that. If you're offended, talk to David Cohen because David Cohen would agree with me that if ninety percent is one thing and ten is the other, and it's on a show you really like, that is something to be commented upon if you want to. Mm-hmm. If it's on a thing. Because math would say, "Hey, look, that goes against the statistical average. Yeah. That is something they're allowed to be commented." Well, about. I don't think you. Well, I don't think you're making a judgment about it. You're I know, like, but it felt weird. Like he better not be. No, I just felt weird wording now it that way. But then I was like, "No, wait, I'm wearing that way because I'm math, not because of like some right. kind of thing." Yeah. You know? Yeah. And also, well, let's turn this back onto you, so it makes you look like a jerk. I really thought Spurgeon, uh, Purge, Spurgeon, oh, was really funny. Yeah. 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 It's funny. I mean, it's yeah. not in DSM anymore, so it can't be offensive. Okay. Great. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's just like the first thing that came to my head. And it's, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe that. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, it's not just obsessing over. It's really getting into and yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not in the DSM anymore. So you're not actually mocking anybody that exists. So 
Cool. Yeah. That's the way I like it. Exactly. And that's why women don't get offended by the word hysteria. That's so, right. This has been the Alex cast. It has. That's been, uh, oh, by the way, uh, my guest tonight is John. Hi. Um, yeah, I think we're I think we're done. Uh, you don't have. Oh, I would like to plug something. Yeah, plug uh, the movie Bullworth with uh, Warren Beatty. Huh. That's it. All right, and I'm gonna plug. Welcome to Mooseport, the last appearance of that guy that I can't think of. His name Gene right Hackman. Now. Gene Hackman. Because you know what you want to do is leave one of the best kind of independent spirited movies that you gave one of the best performances of your life, and then follow it because the movie before his last one was the Royal Fucking Tenenbaums. Was it? Was that the yeah, one before? Yeah, it's Bounds okay. and then Welcome to Mooseport. Because I like him in Heist also, in the more of his more recent works. Uh, yeah, I think that was before that though. Yeah. It, it, maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, then I take back the 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 insult. But it's like, no, I think you're you're right. in kind of yeah. an insta classic. Yeah, but I but it's, I mean that's kind of the way it works. Like Sean Connery did the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Went, I am done. No, but I I from what I understand is like he had to be talked into Tenenbaums. Like he was pretty much like. He, he had kind of already made the retirement decision. Uh, like, I think this was already on his mind. Like, this was, this was like, um, you know, I'm on my way out. I'll make, you, you make like one of those. How do you pick up another movie? You know, right, right, it's not like, right. you know, it's not an unfortunate one. Like, like, you know, uh, 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 Zardoz there or, mm. um, or Orson Welles was, was the voice of the space anus in, in, in Transformers, the movie. That was his Unicron? last. Unicron? Yeah. That was his last. Uh, yeah. Uh, my, my, I would say this though. In speaking to the totality of my audience, mm-hmm. saying Unicron or saying Space Anus, I believe that Space Anus would evoke that picture in more people than saying Unicron. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean they're right. I'm just, you know. I'm not saying they're right either. Uh, I was actually talking about how, how uh, Raul Julia's last. Yeah, it's Street Fighter, right? It was Street yeah. Fighter. And the, the best part is that movie ends with a title card that says, like, in memory of Raul Julia, Via Con Dios. Oh, yeah. It was wonderful. Talk about overdrawn on the memory bank. Yeah. Oh boy. That's the name of it, right? That is yeah. the, that is the name of it. <laughs> Easter Pringle. Uh, um, all right. Now we're just making MS33K references. Yeah. Okay. So uh, John wants you to watch uh, uh, Bullworth. Bullworth. Yeah. Watch Bullworth. I want you to watch Dave. Um, you can find me uh, at the AlexCast. Uh, AlexCast Gmail dot com five zero three four six eight six nine five nine. I didn't even get any fun spam phone calls to play this time. You guys are slipping. So yeah, that's uh, good times uh, had by all. Uh, uh, Godspeed, everyone. And I mean the Christian God, not none of you bullshit things, you know. Mm-hmm. Although I did start the show with Hail Satan. So uh, uh, Godspeed, especially you Satanists out there. That'll you do. know, keep on trucking, you LaVey-loving pieces of crap. Goodbye.